Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Renderos. What up? What it do? Uh, Back at it. We got a quick one today. I'm a little hungover. I had my birthday, and it just... uh, (laughs) And I just had work, so... And he just had work. We cool. Uh, All right, let's get this started. Yep. All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I mean I'm gonna fucking shit turn green Ah <laughs> uh, dude uh, Shit's fuck. fucking hilarious I just I just celebrated my 40th birthday right Like yesterday I drank a lot 40 I'm a fucking professional I drink Damn Like a fucking pro uh, But I wanted to start off the show By giving a big old thank you To one of my longest friends uh, Leo He sent over uh, Blackberry jam And imperial e- pastry sour by Wild Barrel Brewing Company. He said it's one of his favorite, because he loves sours. Yeah. He said it's one of his favorite breweries. He go drives down to San Diego to pick stuff up all the time. And so uh, he sent this down to us and said, I want you guys to give this a shot. Yeah, um, uh, I have to agree with him. Him and him and I both fucking love the Black Currant uh, Wild Barrel fucking beer that they have, so it doesn't surprise me that he picked a Blackberry Jam. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Leo, uh, also known as... Uh, Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, yeah, on... <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic right there. It's a classic. Uh, let's, let's give this a shot here. Let's crack your open. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, it's that is... fucking delicious. <laughs> God, I love that shit. It tastes kind of like the black currant. Slightly less tart. Yeah, it's not as tart as most sours. Like I've tried some sours and I really don't like them, but this uh, this it sour fucking is, good, yeah. is uh, pretty decent. Like it's got a nice like variety in the flavor and shit. And it does start off like a little tart and then ends. Oh, a we didn't bit put it sweet. in. A, we didn't put it in a cup to this time. No, we did. We fucked up. Um, but it's, it's like okay. a fucking uh, purplish color, so it looks kind of interesting. It's kind of it lo- tight. It looks like uh, it's like a juice. If you were to pour it in a cup, it'd, it'd be looked like you're just drinking a fucking grape juice. I'm telling you, dude, being hungover. After celebrating a uh, birthday with friends on Zoom, definitely not in the in the thought process of like, let's pour this into a glass. Even though I was fucking telling people last <laughs> week, yeah, you should pour this into a glass. God, yeah. I'm fucking. <laughs> as soon as I fucking drank from it, I was like, oh wait, it's oh not we fucked up in a glass. Um, you know what? Let's go get some glasses. All right, so got some glasses, and uh, yeah. I mean, it does have a nice purple color to it. I mean, like, it's real thick looking, real cloudy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have any complaints about, like, the way this looks, really. But you put it to the light, you can't see through the motherfucker, that's for sure. No. It's real thick. But that's cool. I'm with it. All right. So, uh, the first story, right? You know how that's Disney good. bought Fox? And, you know, everybody's like, I wonder what's going to happen with some of the Fox properties? Yeah. Well, we just found out that uh, Disney announced that they were going to close Blue Sky Studios. Uh, you know, the people who worked on Ice Age and other films like Epic and things like that. Like, uh, you know, they weren't like the biggest, one of the biggest animation studios, but they had some decent hits under them. I think they Ice were, Age was pretty successful having them in so many fucking, uh, um, so many fucking, what the fuck, man? Why can't I think of the goddamn word, man? Goddamn. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, they made, I mean, I think they they have grossed over, um, like, $6 billion as, as, as a studio, yeah. you know, with, you know, the Ice Age franchise that had, um, hi, I'm Ray Romano, uh, and, uh, 
you know, John Leguizamo and Dennis Leary and like, you know, uh, he, all, all those animated films that they made. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so, so their last day will be like sometime in April. Uh, they're going to shutter, shutter them. They're going to close them down. 450 people will lose their jobs. You know, like these are top. So they're not going to be moving them to a fucking different It doesn't uh, look spots. like. I, it says apparently that, you know, that, that Disney will be working with them to explore open positions at other internal studios, like their own Disney animation studios, yeah. Pixar and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, not everybody is going to be able to get a job. And you're talking about like talented, like artists and designers and, you know, all that stuff, and yeah, that, that's it. But I mean, like, hopefully, like, they'll get picked up on something else. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I mean, it's interesting to see like how Disney, like, acquisitioning Fox was going to be changing shit around, right? Like, I mean, just like the idea that, oh yeah, Disney owns all this shit. Like, what are they going to do? And like, you had an idea that they were going to be closing down some of the some of the things that they've been going on with, right? Because like. It just doesn't make money, uh, sense money wise, that to keep it open. Like even if they were working on a film right now, they're just like, "Fuck it, we got like, Star cool. Wars." Uh, they were working on a new film. I did, they didn't know what it was. I, like they haven't announced yeah. or anything. But like, you know, so all the Fox projects have been fucking. They've been shuttered. That's why the the New Mutants, like it just was, it was put on hold, and then it was like just released, like just kind of like whatever. Let's just drop it. You know, yeah. and let's recuperate some of the loss that we're about to take on this hit, um, because like initially, apparently, like from what I've been reading, they were supposed to have a um, uh, Mr. Sinister. Yeah, uh, John Hamm was supposed to play Mr. Sinister in the uh, end credits of the New Mutants, trying to set up something else. Yeah, and it f- it fell apart because like Disney was like, "We're buying you," and Fox was like, "Fuck it, let's not even do it because it's just not worth it." Um, Fox like we're selling so we don't give a fuck anymore Yeah exactly uh, Which is you know it's sad because I you know It's an end of an era for a studio that I remember Like going like oh Blue Sky Studio Like they're a, they're a decent animation house Like yeah I enjoyed Half of The Ice Age films I think by Dawn of the Dinosaurs I was like okay This is getting fucking ridiculous I'm, 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 I'm done were, I'm done uh, with you I saw them you know when they came out And that was pretty much it We away That's pretty much it <laughs> Oh, we move away. I don't know uh, what that fucking references. It's fucking Ice Age. It's one of the stupid songs they use in it, but I always get stuck in my fucking head because I also have They're kids. singing them shits, no? Who? Are you singing them fucking movies? No, they don't sing in them. Oh, they have music playing, but they don't, oh, yeah, they don't okay, sing. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that I got is did you hear about the woman who used Gorilla Glue? Yeah. Adhesive spray. That's a fucking genius move right there. Uh, yeah, so 40 year old. Uh, Tessica Brown of Louisiana uh, on a TikTok video announced that, you know, she had run out of her hairspray. She wanted to go viral hard. And and she decided, I'm going Literally. to use Gorilla Glue uh, because she ran out of her favorite hair product, which is uh, Got To Be, the Glued Blasting Freeze Spray. And, uh, yeah, so she decided, <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Like, you know, that's... That's cool. Good for you. Like, you definitely want to do that. But yeah, so she decided to use this fucking spray and froze her hair in place for over a month now. And she was talking about it on TikTok and she had gone down to her local ER and they couldn't help her. And wait, the spray you said? I mean, it was, it's an adhesive spray. It's a Gorilla Glue adhesive spray, but it's, it's furniture glue. You're supposed to be using it for furniture, not for hair. Like, right? Like, Gorilla Glue is an industrial strength 
adhesive. Like yeah. that motherfucker. I remember when I I worked at a uh, Home Depot, and um, one of my coworkers got Gorilla Glue on his hands. Uh, you know, just he was trying to glue something so customers wouldn't steal it. Yeah. And he got some of the Gorilla Glue on his hands. The glue did not go get off his hands for six months. Yeah, that's just fucking. That shit fucking seals the fuck in. Yeah, because it's like uh, it's moisture resistant. It like locks moisture out and just fucking does not give a fuck. It's the I don't give a fuck of glue. I was wondering, like, you think her hair is gonna have to grow out before she cuts it, or is, I, it, gonna, is it gonna grow out because of the sort the pores are sealed? I don't know like what. I, I don't know. Like, it raises a lot of questions because I honestly don't know. Like, to me, I'm just like, does it seal the pores? Is one of the first questions that I ask myself. Like, will she be able to actually get? her hair to grow out so she can either shave her head and then start from scratch again yeah. or is there anything that they can That's be just used fucking crazy either way it's sad and, that shit sounds like it hurts and it, you know is there any like thing that you could put on it to undo the stickiness of the glue which i don't even fucking know like i'm fuck no yeah it's, it's fuck, what the fuck i don't know man yeah it's fucking glue yeah why the fuck I, and, and, and she's trying to say like, oh, at least you know, Elmer's, yo, fucking go Elmer's at least. Shit, that shit comes off with water. That's why it's meant for kids. Yeah, fucking and exactly. Crafts. That's why I said that. Uh, but you know, like, um, but it, it's wild to think that somebody would read this bottle and be like, oh yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking hairspray. Let's do it. You nah, know? it's all but that's bullshit. It's not fucking. There's no way you can fucking. I don't know how you would confuse it. You, I, you can't. You can't. And then even. Um, they said that what she like smoke like gorilla or some shit. The fucking gel. It's like yeah, yo, she, they, they don't make a fucking spray. Yeah, they they um. They only she confuse it gel. for smoke the gorilla, yeah, which and is the shape uh, of it and the fucking with color of the bottle is completely off. Yeah, and also like you find smoke um, the gorilla, you know, in the hairspray section of yeah, in the any hair, store. Yeah, yeah, you'll never find gorilla glue there, like you know, or anywhere near the fucking aisle. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to, and apparently she's trying to sue. Uh, Gorilla Glue for mislabeling the adhesive because she says that on the instructions it doesn't say that it's not for hair. It says don't get it on your skin, don't get it in your clothes, don't. But it doesn't say anything about don't get it in your hair. If you and, can't and, and get thing. it on your skin, what's where does your hair come from? Doesn't it come from out of your, out of your skin? <laughs> doesn't come out of the pores of your skin. And like, also on top fuck? of that, she says that because it says multi-use, and it says you can use it for wood brick metal or whatever and more she thought and more means that you have multiple uses you and can more actually on use my this. fucking hair yeah oh, let's do this but it, it's it, the lack of paying attention of, no this fucking that's ignorant that's yeah. ignorant as fuck yeah and you know like i you know good luck to that lady i mean i don't know i don't i if i was a judge i would throw out her lawsuit i mean i don't know anything about law like don't don't they me twist it but just out of my own, own she normal doesn't have the fucking lawyer or the powers to fucking I mean, just me on my own thinking about really this cool. in a reasonable fashion. Like I would be like, "You clearly weren't reading the product." She so, was trying to go viral. You think so? She achieved allegedly. her goal allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, she I, achieved her goal. I think that's what she wanted. I mean, she I, wanted you notoriety. Know. You fucking know her name. Come on, the fuck? Do people know my fucking name the way they know hers? No, and I put no fucking glue in my goddamn fucking hair. Maybe yeah, if I yeah, did it, then yeah. But they will know your. Yeah, Elmer's though, baby, <laughs> going all the way. I, you know, so I mean, I don't know. Like, Fuck it, I'll eat some Elmer's just the way that fucking uh, Adam Sandler did. Oh, fucking uh, like all kids doing shit. <laughs> Billy Madison, school? yeah. 
I don't, I never got the no. The I never ate that. that. Fuck like, no. I've never tried it. Either. No, never no. I, don't, it. I never ate glue as a kid. I, look, I, mean, I, I didn't mean, even I know any kids that fucking did it around the class. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. I don't, I don't think I knew yeah. any kids that ate. We just that. luckily we weren't in classes with those type of kids. The weirdos. Yeah, because they weirdos? were definitely they're out there. Hundred oh, yeah, percent. Uh, so we watched the. Uh, you know, that's all I got. News get, let's get into weirdos. Let's get into weirdos. Let's go into WandaVision. WandaVision. Oh yeah, she was kind of fucking trippy. The newest episode was called On a Very Special Episode. So according to IMDb, Wanda addresses Vision's worries when he grows suspicious of the neighbor's strange behavior. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a very interesting episode. I think definitely like it was a much more accelerated piece of what's going on in the world. You know, so this one looks like it is a blend of um, family ties and... Um, What's that shitty show that I fucking hate that you loved? It was uh, San Francisco. Full House. Full House. What? Yeah, I fucking hate. <laughs> you Full fucking House. hater, yo. <laughs> uh, hater. But, uh, but um, yeah. So like, it looks like it's a blend of these kinds of shows. Classics out there, homie. You know, and then like uh, the aesthetics of everything, and they have the babies yeah. who then shoot, grow to toddlers, who then grow to fucking middle. Grow age. to yeah, uh, ten, years ten years old. They look old, like they're yeah. ten years old. But on top of that, like they have a dog. The dog escapes and it dies. And um, this is also the episode when um, Agatha comes in, right? And she messes up a line. And she looks at one and she's like, did you want me to take that from the top? Which then confuses Vision, which, you know, then starts kind of making him wonder. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, Well, because Vision said something which made Agatha trip. And then Agatha was like, do you want me to take that from the top? Because that's not how that was supposed to go, basically. Uh huh. And Vision's like, but she hadn't done that in either episode. Like, so why would she fucking break character? Well, I I think because like as I I feel like as Wanda is breaking, she's fucking letting breaking, some people fucking letting, go. She's letting the grip of stuff is going yeah. on. Or I get that. you know Agatha is maybe one of the people who is also helping Wanda play along with this world. Okay, like you know because there's a lot of, of of theories that you know Agatha is not who she is. Yeah. But I don't. But I. But I don't know. Like, there's a lot of theories that uh, you know. There's a character called Mephisto, who is going to be the main antagonist. I don't know how true that is. I don't know anything about Mephisto, but I because I need to, I need, need to do some more research on that. But I've like, never heard of that character before. Yeah. So like, but to know that the fucking they're adding a um, like the the Marvel X Men type of shit into this at the very end is which spoiler alert. And that's kind of like what they're trying to introduce in a sense because of the character because of the actor and character that he played in the x-men franchise from fox so as the episode progresses like vision is very suspicious about what is going on in the world that he uh he vision zaps one of his like co-workers and the co-workers she pretty much brings him back 100 percent, let's say but without that memory of him dying right or well, how the fuck is that even like? I, he doesn't remember anything before this whole television shit started, right? Yeah, and it seems like it's because like she's brought him back from the dead. And yeah, his being that he's missing the frontal cortex of his brain and all the wiring, uh, it might have affected that portion of the memory. So he has no idea that Thanos fucking ripped the stone from his forehead. Yeah. So, um, you know, at that point, it, it just looks like, you know, he's trying to figure out because he he still he still. Vision. He still has some control over his own faculties, so he's having a real hard time, kind of like holding it together because things are not feeling correct to him. Yeah, because he's a smart motherfucker. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's fucking part of Ultron. Yeah, exactly. And so, like 
you know, as the episode's going on, Vision is getting really frustrated with how the whole thing is playing out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and... The, f- the fact that he also was able to break that one dude out of his fucking, like... Out of his, mind uh, lock? Yeah, his mind lock, that shit was... I was like, oh, hell yeah, okay. It shows you that she brought him back to be complete, like, 100%, like, with his powers and everything. He can fucking do exactly what he did before he died. And, and shit's just gonna start making sense to him because the motherfucker's... Yeah, like you said, he's a very intelligent being. Yeah. But, like, when he came back home from work, right, because she sent him away to work so she could kind of deal with the, you know, exploding story that was happening yeah. at the house. And, uh, like, when the when the dog died, the kids were like, you can fix the dead. Like, come on, bring the dog back. And she's like, no, you have to face this, which was really yeah, weird. There was, a neighbor, there was a neighbor that was saying there she didn't want to. Yeah. And it looked like Agatha knew the dog was dead, and she was kind of, like, worried about shit. It, it was weird. Yeah. But... It seemed like when they were telling her to, you know, bring back the dog is the first time, the first time that Wanda was like, no, no, you have to face this loss. Yes. You can't run away from it. Which before, you know, it looks like she's been trying to run away from the pain of losing vision and all but that. But I feel stuff. like she did that because she feels like these are actually her kids. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I definitely agree <laughs> with that. Like, it definitely feels like, yeah, because she's trying to teach them a lesson, like, in how to deal with shit that she's like, no, no, yeah. no, you can't, you can't run from this one. You got to face it. Um, and so Vision comes back home and he starts like arguing, like, what the hell is going on here? And then she starts running the credits, like, don't worry about it. It's over. And it, he does not let it slide. He f- pursues and follows her. Yeah. And like, he almost threatens her with his magical powers. And she does too. Like, and then they, they calm down and stuff. There's a knock at the door. Sure enough, she opens it up. And it is the actor um, Evan Peters who played uh, the uh, the first Quicksilver in the Fox universe of the X Men. Yes, yeah, so that's Pietro. Uh, Pietro Maximoff. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. When that fucking happened, I fucking screamed like, "Oh fuck!" You yeah. Know, like it, it really caught me like off guard because initially I thought it was gonna be, you know, the dude from uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, yeah, the dude from Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name. And fucking uh, that fool's dope. I like that fool as an actor. You know, and so I forget um, his name too, though. And so the dude from Kick Ass. Yeah, I yeah, pre- yeah. I, I don't recall the actor's name, but anyway, Kick Ass. Kick Ass. <laughs> so Kick Ass comes out right, and you're like, oh shit! And it turns out it's not. It's Evan Peters from fucking American Horror. Story. Yeah, and it even leaves Wanda confused. Like, what the fuck? Like, she knows that. What he's saying of her, of him being her brother, is one hundred percent true. But she doesn't understand why he doesn't look like the way he looked before he got killed by Ultron. Yeah, and it, it, or the fucking same, you know, the same guy that she knew growing up. So is this going to be like what leads into the you know multiverse aspect of like? Yeah, what they're going to start doing? bringing in the fucking the mutants and all that kind of shit into this world in a different universe. Well, yeah, because I mean the thing is right, like the the Doctor Strange movie is called in the mouth uh, in the multiverse of madness. So yeah. is it like the multiverse? Wanda, Wanda is she going to break so much that all of a sudden all these universes are going to blend together? Which then leads into Spider Man Three, which is also supposed to take place. Rumor is supposed to take place that it is, uh, you know, the, the like you know, multiple the, fucking Spider Man. Spider Man's like yeah, the all the all the actors Spider-Man's. that all the actors that played Spider Man are gonna be on it. Yeah, I mean that's a rumor. Like nobody really knows like exactly what the fuck is going on. Cause uh, it's all rumor, <clears> but <throat> like you know, rumors have been pretty like hit and miss. Like we'll see what happens. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is uh, kick ass. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I seen that for a fucking uh, 
uh, Runyon Canyon. Okay. In Hollywood. Uh, and yeah, I didn't say what's up to him, but I know, I recognize him. Like, what's up, kick ass? Nah, I recognize him now. It's just like, cool, peace. Hey, kick ass. Be like, hey, that's not my name. Kick ass. Hey, your name is kick ass. Oh, fucking today at fucking work, uh, uh, I was walking by one of the tents. I was on my way to get tested for COVID. Yeah. And uh, uh, Sterling K. Smith was coming out of his tent and he's like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I said, what's up, Playboy? I said, how's it going? Everything good? And we started kind of walking in the same direction, you know, we were right next to each other. And then uh, I was like, hey, and he's like, uh, he's like, I hope he's like, he's like, uh, how, you, how you guys doing? Everything good? Because I was walking with my boy Fuego. Shout out to Fuego. Uh, <laughs> we were walking. Shout out to K- uh, Sterling K. Smith. <laughs> uh, so we're walking down and shit and fucking, um, he's like, oh, how, how you guys uh, day going? I said, well, I'm fucking great, man. I said, how about yours? He's like, oh, man, I'm fucking living my best life. And I said, hell yeah, man. And I said, hey, that fucking uh, silk robes and kimonos. I said, that shit was pimping, bro. He's like, oh, thanks so much. And he, he fucking, he like, he like hit his chest and pointed it up. He's like, man, he's like, I hope you have a great day. I said, like, you too, my boy. I feel it was cool. Oh, man. That's a good story. My bad. I just, that was a good uh, part of my day today. I hate you because you got to meet famous people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it was cool as fuck. That shit's tight. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's very interesting to see where this goes. I'm excited to see, like, I think this is the one that really finally this one felt like the fucking wildest, like in terms of like what it is as a show. Like it felt fucking wild. Like yeah. it was just like, oh shit, where the fuck are we going with all this? Like this shit is blowing my fucking mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait. No, nah, it was fucking dope. It was, it, was, it was a real good episode. I'm uh, I'm fucking really excited in the direction in the direction that they're going. I like the pace that they that they went at because in the beginning you're just like what the fuck's going on yeah yeah and that shit starts unraveling it starts unraveling slowly and then just quick like it is funny to see so many people on the internet who are shitting on Wandavision only after the first two episodes and it's like you've not given this show enough yeah, time no. to really pick up <clears throat> shows like that even any show really you can't you, if it's gonna be a season you gotta give the first season the fucking watch because it'll show you what direction they're trying to take the fucking program you know what i mean or, or your mind yeah. or the fucking you know your attention all that bullshit the writing it's it's so i think at least season one you have to always have to watch because that's that's where you know that's just the beginning you have yeah, to give yeah. it a shot yeah i mean for sure like or I, if it's a complex story you can't just give it out on one of the fucking one episode two episodes and, it's yeah, not gonna happen i jump off the four fourth episode by the fourth episode they haven't gotten the yeah fucking, you know which is why people get upset with me when i tell them like oh yeah breaking bad I stopped watching after episode oh, nah, four. Oh, no, but nah, it's just fucking dope. Bro. You got to watch that <laughs> shit. They, I, I, I agree with you because there are slow episodes. That's, sure. That's the difference. It's okay. a slow episode in between, then it picks up, then it goes down, then it goes picks up. Yeah. But Which I, I also... I haven't gone back to watch it, but I did enjoy it thoroughly. You know dads watch that show from start to finish six times? Jesus fucking Christ. He's like, he's like it is... He's like, it's... Fantastic from from being. I'm telling you, I really, I really did like it a lot. I like, I love the ideas, I love the plot, that whole shit. But I just never went back to it because uh, I just like watching other shit. That's well, I mean, mainly, yeah. that's mainly why. And then only uh, show I've gone back to numerous times. One more time, six feet fucking <laughs> under, yo. God damn, six feet under, is so fucking good. Fucking one day, watch it, you fucking guy. God damn, man. <laughs> Fuck. I will, all right? I just finished Pen15, if you haven't watched it. Fuck watch Pen15. Six feet under. Pen15 is really good, man. dope, man. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> so our, our movies of the week, it was two films as always, uh, well, as of last week. Uh, I picked The Little Things, starring Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, and Rami Malek. Uh, it's on HBO Max. 
Um, it is directed by John Lee Hancock, also written by him. And it's about Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should have been a quick evidence-gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in the search for a serial killer who is terrorizing the city. Um, it only takes one night for him to get sucked in. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's so basically Joe Deacon, played by Dunzel, um, he is like haunted by a case that he couldn't solve five years ago in the city of Los Angeles where hookers were murdered by a serial killer. And, you know, he is he's run away to Kern County to just be a deputy, just kind of do the day to day operations. And he's sent to go collect some evidence for them in Los Angeles. When he gets there, he finds out that. Um, There's been a murder that that's ex- pretty much. Uh, it's very ident- similar, yeah, very similar to one one that he that they just encountered in Kern County. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah. Rami Malek, um, Jimmy, uh, yeah, plays uh, Jim Baxter, uh, Jimmy, um, and he is the lead detective on this case. And you know, he everybody knows who Joe Deacon is. The captain of the fucking police station knows who Joe Deacon is, and they invite him to tag along and and see some murder scenes and maybe. His perspective from being a detective could help them find what is going on, yeah. and you know, it's it's a basically it's a detective story uh, wrapped up in kind of like a, you know, they're trying at, to figure out who the fuck is doing these uh, slayings. Yeah, and it feels kind of like a noir film a little bit, like in terms of like the kind of the vibe that it's putting off. Yeah, um, and ultimately, like for me, like I mean, it's really well shot. It's well acted. Um, you know, I think the pace was shockingly, it felt a little all over the place for me. Okay. Like there were some moments I was like, oh man, I didn't feel those 20 minutes. And there were some other times where I'm like, can we get to the point? Um, you know, um, but yeah, okay. I mean, Denzel, uh, as always, he's, uh, very good in the role, you know, um, cause yeah, when Den- it first started, I didn't think, even think it was, uh, uh, LA. I thought it was like a small town is what it, the vibe that it gave to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, as of course, as a few minutes passed, I revealed that it was, it was Los Angeles, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Okay, I see, I see what the fuck's going on." I thought yeah. it was gonna be like a small town in Curry County, you know. I hadn't really thought about it, right? Yeah, thought about it too well. Um, I thought the opening sequence for the movie was really fucking well shot with the young woman driving along, you know, and it's because it was nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Um, in the film, and you know, she's driving and she gets chased down by a car and she's trying to run away and somehow survives the encounter you know and um yeah and then you know you start off in small town kern county and he goes off to la and you could tell that just in his five years of disappearance how much shit's changed for him you know um and then rami malik who like looks and goes oh man this guy was a fucking dope ass detective like once he finds out who he is because uh denzel just shows up you know what i mean doing his thing everybody's saying what's up to him and fucking treating him like a fucking straight g um so he's like wondering who the who the fuck he is, and then he finally asked because he he pulled some dickhead move trying to get his fucking car towed and shit because yeah he parked in the wrong spot. He's Mister Fancy Pants, yeah. Rami Malek. Yeah, he's like I used to be in the band Queen. <laughs> I need you to move your car. He said, "Yeah, we're famous, buddy." Yeah. Now, but fucking, uh, are you in front of the cameras? He, play, he played am... a good character. I like the fucking. Det- I like the way he played his character. Yeah, I he mean, really, uh, uh, really dove into it. And Denzel, well, fucking, you know. I mean, Denzel's the fucking, you know. Denzel, Denzel plays Denzel, yo. Yeah, he's just fantastic yeah. in, uh, in just about any role. It's like you know he's Denzel, but 
and the fucking fact that he's acting like himself as he always has, but the he just embodies every every fucking character they give him. So then you're just like, it's I'm looking at Denzel, but he's Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, but he's fucking he's Joe. Me, he's, he's Joe. Deke. Yeah, he's Deacon. But fuck, okay, Rami Malek gives me the same vibes. That's why I said that's why I mistakenly said because he plays fucking really good where he's convincingly convincing me that he is those. Characters. He is that character, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean Rami Malek is a really good young uh, like actor. You know, he's been putting in his work with like Mr. Robot, and then I think he did fantastic work on Bohemian Rhapsody. While I didn't agree with the the whole film as a whole, I haven't I, seen it. Um, but Mr. I, Robot, I, yeah. But I, but I really like Rami Malek as an actor. Um, I also like him in the game um, Until Dawn. He plays uh, one of the, the the characters in that game. Okay, uh, That's but tight. but yeah, I mean like, and you know, so they're mm-hmm. like the. Like fucking that guy, Jimmy looks up to to Joe essentially, and kind of yeah. tries tries to uh, have Joe uh, force forcibly take him under his wing. Yeah, because uh, at first he's being a dick to him, you know what I mean. Then he's like, "Oh fuck!" He finds out who it is. And he's like, "Oh no, I want to be like this cat, you know? I want to be. Uh, I need to learn. I not be like him, but I need to learn from this guy. This guy's gonna teach me how to be a better detective." And then fucking they start doing you no know, going into the case together, and shit just starts unraveling. You know what I mean? It starts unraveling, and like Denzel's uh, character Deke gets a hit on the character named Albert Sparma, played by Jared Leto, who looks like a lonely loser type character. Uh, that motherfucker of- is good, dude. Also, I fucking and if, I knew it was Jer- I knew Jared Leto was in the movie, but I didn't. I couldn't fucking tell it was him. I couldn't tell it was him. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, you the- you couldn't? Okay, yeah. No, Jer- he's Jared. Like a fucking freakazoid. Jared Leto is a fantastic actor. Like I, I also know that he has had some issues about how like deep he gets with his method acting, quote yeah. unquote. But I, I also know like he's really talented when he's given the opportunity to like shine. Um, and you know, I mean, like I said, like he in definitely, Dallas, yeah, he's he's dope in Dallas Buyers Club. He's fucking plays a dope ass fucking character. Too. He he definitely gives you the vibe of uncomfortability, like, and he's also very smart about how these cops are like pursuing him. Yeah, and you are start you are starting to believe uh, Deke's character that Jared Leto is the killer, and you know they start tailing him down and stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> trying to fucking uh, get all the clues and fucking pin it. On the on the not pin it, but fucking know that it's this guy. Like, yeah, we're gonna get this fool. And uh, you know, at the end of the film, Jared Leto is his character is murdered by Rami Malek's detective, uh, and then they expose what happened with Denzel Washington and his unsolved case was he stepped away not because he couldn't figure out who the killer was, is because during one of the crime scenes where he came across these bodies of you know these bodies he accidentally shot somebody in the woods in his own heightened fear and the guilt of everything caused him to you know force the forensics inspector to falsify records i don't think he forced them I no think i'm that sorry he they, fucking they 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 decided to protect him yeah they the whole the whole uh the whole fucking uh uh uh, department. department department decided to fucking back him and fucking be like you know the, the, you gotta the bounce guy, yeah the guy had already fucking slayed a gang of people fuck it let's just say that he slayed this person too yeah exactly and so you know Rami Malik we're gonna have to send you to Kern County too buddy Rom, Rami Malik and his paranoia uh, you know Angeles for you killed um, Albert Sparma and yeah he like, kills Jared Leto and fucking uh, and honestly and as he does it 
as he does it, he's just like, what the fuck did I just do? You know, and he starts yeah. like pa- panicking, but fucking Denzel was tailing them. Uh, if you watch the movie, you'll find out why he's telling them. And he shows up in the same spot and fucking sees that what the fuck happened. And quickly understands that I, this fucker just put himself in the same spot where I was at. Yeah. So now I need to help him fix it. Yep. And so he does. He helps him fix it and he covers it all up. And I honestly think uh, by the end of the film, I thought they killed the wrong guy. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. And it kept me wondering like, oh, well... I, I don't know, man, because I was like, well, what the fuck happened to the killer? They just fucking completely went off off track. And, yeah, you and, don't know. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you, this, yeah. This, this, uh, this uh, Rami Malek or Jimmy's character thought that Joe was such a dope uh, detective that he decided to be like, yo, I'm going to fucking do as this guy does. Just And he, and he what he doesn't realize is that he's following up a fuck up. You know, yeah. he's following a guy that doesn't, doesn't really... I, I don't know. I guess he's the best detective in the world to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and honestly, like, you know, like, it just, I don't know. Like, when the film finished, I was like, what a kind of ambiguous ending. Um, but I felt that there wasn't enough to really give you, like, like, they mentioned that Albert Sparma's character, like, had lied to them about killing somebody else. Yeah. That he wasted time. And so that's why I was like, they must have killed, like, the innocent dude. And now they got to cover their tracks yeah. and basically be like, well, fuck it. We're starting from scratch because if the FBI takes over. But ultimately, like, for me, because of the pacing of the film, like, some of the... Yeah, pa- and like then I- fucking Denzel sends him that shit uh, but- to, to convince uh, Jimmy that it was okay that he killed the fucking guy because he killed the right guy, you know, in his head. Yeah, to, to make him feel, yeah, to make to him make him feel, feel better, good, better, better about what he had done. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like for me, like the movie was just kind of okay. Like it was just, it wasn't a fantastic film. I think the acting was really good. I think some of the writing was pretty, pretty okay. Like, but some of the pacing for me, like for a two hour film or an hour and 46 minutes, like it still felt a little too long only because some scenes felt like they dragged. Yeah. And so like for me, like I, I would give this a six out of 10. Okay. I'd give it a seven just cause I, I fucking... I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. At the end, I was just like, uh, you yeah, could have I mean, fucking ended a lot stronger than that, but oh well. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'll think, take it. I think John Lee Hancock did a pretty good de- for the most part. Did, did a pretty decent job in yeah. terms of like putting this thing together. It just wasn't as strong as it could have been. Yeah. And so therefore, I was like, ah, you know, I got to give it a six. Uh, and our second film is one that you picked. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm and Marie. I which picked it, it because which uh, is on Netflix. Yeah, I picked it because it was the main, you know, the, the next big Netflix movie. Well, you know, I also thought to myself like it, we should cover this film. When you pointed it out, I was like, "Oh, that's right. This movie came out." But it was good because like this was the one that showed the studios like we can make a movie safely with the right precautions. Yeah. Right? Like they had found a secluded place. Everyone was tested. Nobody could leave the area. All food was delivered. Like, all the caterers were there on site. Like, nobody left. You could not leave. Yeah, no, no. I remember and it was so, like a lockdown and shit. And so, you know, like, this movie is... living in their own bubble. Yeah, they were living in their own bubble. And so, basically, this movie is directed by Sam Levinson, also written by him. And he is also responsible for uh, Euphoria on HBO. Um, it stars John David Washington and Zendaya. And the movie's about a director and his girlfriend's relationship is tested after they return home from his movie premiere and await critics' responses. Um, and, and honestly, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Gut feeling. What did you think about it before I go into mine? What did I think of it? <laughs> I'm going to put Fuck. you on that spot. Well, it's easy for me to say after this shit was fucking trash, y'all. 
this shit was too much. I don't like watching people fucking argue. Makes me feel like an asshole because I've argued like in the same fucking way. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yo, no, I, I don't know. It was too much. It's overwhelming. Just the fact that they just continue to argue and argue and argue. And that to me is just, I didn't get, I didn't get anything from the movie besides that, that fucking uh, Marie was pissed from the jump because you could tell she was pissed as soon as they got home. You could tell she, her, her, her aura was different. And Zendaya portrays that very fucking well on screen. But you can tell right away. Like, they get into the fucking house, she's not fucking having it. She's not entertaining his bullshit. She's not, she's not entertaining him at all. No, no. Um, for me, like, I also, like, the movie was a drag. Fuck yeah. You know, for me, from start to finish. I don't even get the whole fucking fact of it being, like, black and white. Like, to me, I just feel like that's just an allure that they pulled people into. So, they oh, watch it. Because it's, it's to make fucking, it look classy. It's like, get the fuck out of here, yo. But, like, she was not... But for me, what my biggest problem was is that I feel like Marie's character is, you know, a recovering addict. And, you know, he has directed a movie about a girl on her process to recovery, a woman of recovery. Yeah, she's pissed because he didn't say what's up. He didn't say thank you. He didn't say thank you to her and it devolves from there. But I feel like it, I don't know if it treats like addiction recovery with like a real level of respect. It feels more like a tool to kind of force these characters exactly. into arguing. It is. You know? It is a fucking tool because they don't really delve dive into that too much. Uh just the fact that she was that. Yeah. That's, yeah, they, that's they, they point it. out that she was an addict. Yeah. That she is a recovering addict. But I'm like, okay, cool. But like you're just using it as a way to continue the fight. Like it doesn't even fucking it didn't feel like it, it made sense, right? Like this whole back and forth, like of like going from sweet to angry to sweet yeah. to angry and to that's sweet. Some, also something that I didn't understand because like Okay, I I definitely understand arguing, letting uh, you know your significant other cool down, and then you walk into the room, you start talking it out because you think you have a clear mind, and then they say something to trigger you and it gets you back into that same bullshit once, but fucking numerous times throughout the night, yo, ah, fuck no, yeah. I've been piping down by then, yo. Come on. That's who's yeah. like fucking kissing her body. And also the fact that he's like kissing her body and like getting into like these real intimate parts and their mind still goes off. It's like, no, they probably finished handling business and then you'd go off to that bullshit. Or you, I mean, like for me, I thought it's to myself, like, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to have sex and then they're going to go to sleep and then that's the end of it. Yeah. But you're going to tell me you've been dragging this fight to yeah, like no, three in the morning. I was wondering, I said, when the fuck is the sun going to come up? They've been arguing for fucking hours by yeah. now. And just it, movie standards. It, yeah. And it just, it didn't develop the characters in any meaningful way. Like for me, like they were just shallow representations of what people are supposed to be. But they didn't really feel like people. Yeah. Like the ar- the arguing felt a little forced. And not by the actors. Like John David Washington, I think Zendaya do a really good job with the material that they're given. Yeah. I just feel like the situation that the characters are in exactly. doesn't match like what the- The intensity the- of the fucking, f- of the movie. The intensity they're trying to portray does not come off, off of that type of argument. That's a bullshit yeah. fucking little and punk that, and ass that's argument, what, that's yo. Where, that's where my problem lies with the film is yeah. it does not feel genuine. It exactly. feels like this, this made up bullshit. Like Euphoria, right? Like I know that Euphoria gets a lot of criticism about like some of its portrayal about addiction. Never seen and all that stuff. But I just heard that. that. It, it's still a really well done show, yeah. but it's not one person like doing the whole fucking shebang. And this one, it was Zendaya coming up to Sam Levinson and being like, 
I think we can make this happen. Let's do it. And he and you know, they knocked out the script in three days and uh went to work, right? But like euphoria you can tell it was done in three days then for sure. Euphoria, you know, like, you know, they've put time and effort into fleshing out these characters, the arc of the series, uh, the, yeah. the arc okay, of the season. Okay, so what the fuck do you think happened at the end? I think that they decided to stay together. Right, uh, Yeah. right. Like, oh, yeah, we argued. We argued really heavy, <laughs> yeah. but, like, we still love each other. For mad hours, and we had, like, fucking seven different arguments. Yeah, and we- And I and fucking we, threw all we, sorts of shit in your face, and you threw all sorts of shit in my face. And we started having sex, but then we stopped to argue. Yeah. Because that's going to make this sleep so much better. There's no way you motherfuckers slept. <laughs> I don't sleep when I get into a fucking argument. I, Fuck no. Like, I sleep I like I shit. Do, I don't like arguing. Yeah, I sleep, but I, I don't sleep good. I wake up just, like, pissed. Like, man, Fuck. Well, not even that. Like for me, for me, when I get fucking in an argument, I I'll try to go to sleep, but then like my legs get all fucking weird and tingly. Like it feels like I get restless leg syndrome. Like it's so bizarre, and I cannot sleep. Nah, I'll go I, to sleep. I don't give a fuck. You know what the know? fuck? Like I'll deal with this shit tomorrow. <laughs> Let me go to sleep because fucking the sun's still gonna come up tomorrow. I gotta get up tomorrow, yeah. and I'm gonna have to deal with it tomorrow. So I'm gonna fucking sleep. Yeah, I mean, I mean but yeah, I mean, like the movie just felt fake, fake as fuck. Yeah, from it was start too to much. Finish. It was too much, and it was um, fucking by by the first them, 30, 40 minutes. I was like, "What the them, fuck?" Them using music to Wait, piss why did each I pick other. This? <laughs> them using music to piss each other off. I was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah, the fuck are you guys doing? And to fucking the thing is also for me is like people that are this far deep in a dude that's this far deep in his career and he's acting like that, like. Shut the fuck up, yo. Yeah. Guy that's going to be in Hollywood is not going to be acting like that. He'd be like, yeah, well, this is not... Well, yeah, get the fuck out of my house, girl. Yeah. I don't need you. Get, you th- get three of you. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, but <laughs> but even honestly, like, it just it it just didn't feel like a genuine, like, relationship with people. Like, it felt definitely like bullshit. Yeah. And so for me, like, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say about this film. I think it's, it's really well shot. Like, I don't want to... I think some of the shots are really cool, but overall, like... It doesn't add anything to the story. I didn't like the fucking fact that also, okay, so they, I have to agree. That whole fucking, uh, that scene where he's like, Marie, Marie, Marie. He's like fucking searching everywhere for her. It's like, yo, if you guys do I, do that out there, yo, you guys are fucking up, yo. Like, go to fucking relax. You guys are in the, you guys are in the fucking woods, yo. No. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Coyote gets you. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, oh, something's going to happen right now? I was like, somebody's going to get killed. Because the synopsis made me think like, oh, maybe they're not going to argue. Maybe something crazy is going to happen. Yeah, and, and they're gonna try to figure shit out, and then they just kept arguing, and arguing, and arguing. Yeah, I mean, like for me, like Fuck. on the on the scale of justice, I give that shit a motherfucking four. I that's exactly what I feel. I feel a four. If you want to watch a movie 10. with Zendaya and David David John John, David, John David, Washington. David Washington, because they're fucking uh, cool to fucking see on screen. They were cool to see on screen. Uh, that's pretty much as far as that goes. Like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. In I my think, head. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, the bottom line is, if I could say it, like, if you want to watch people argue for an hour and a half or whatever, like, by it's all means, you, you can watch, watch this. It is a tough watch. Tough fucking watch. Um, I, I, I did, was not particularly happy with how this story played out. Even I, some I, of the stuff that he argues there was about. No resolution. The, fucking, the critics that are arguing, he tries to pull off that type of shit. Like, nah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's oh, tough. The, the white lady from the L.A. Times. Yeah. It's like, like okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I get it. I, yeah, I can't. 
Like, I get it. I can't ride with that shit. It's too much. It's taking it, too far. It felt, it felt yeah. It, like I said, it felt fake. Yeah. You know, and so, but I mean, like, hey, John David Washington and Zendaya, entertaining. I yeah, mean, they, I, I they, think, they, they're entertaining as fuck. I think they had good chemistry. I just feel like if the fucking this, movie was a silent movie, it would be dope. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like definitely like the, it was a, um, a story that didn't need to be told because it just felt fabricated. Fucking It's the best way I can describe it. Yep. Um, so yeah, so it was a four from both of us for yeah. So Malcolm skip that Marie. shit. So you can unless skip it. Unless you're fucking unless you like to torture yourself. Yeah. Unless you like that. Yeah. Feel fucking you miserable. Want, hey, you know what? Go if you want, watch if that you want to get people to give you state secrets, you put on Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right, I got tidbits. Uh, Cloverfield Two has been confirmed. I know I'm, I'm I'm pretty down to watch that shit. Hopefully it's like a good. direct sequel to the first film. Direct sequel from the first one, yes. Okay, because I know there's Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then the Cloverfield Paradox, which, from what I heard, doesn't even connect to the universe. Yeah, it I, doesn't. I, it doesn't. And Ten Cloverfield Lane is really good. I yeah. also enjoyed Cloverfield One. You know, like the 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 first person perspective, the found footage perspective shit I, I gets a little tiring by the midway point of that film, but it is enjoyable. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, SpaceX will fly commercial by the end of the year. Sure. And they will be having a uh, donation type raffle thing uh, where you donate $10 to their cause and you will be entered to get a seat on that flight. So I'm pretty sure that I'll tell you guys when the fuck that will happen, when I forget that information, but just putting that out there for now Aaron, for those uh, that are interested in that kind of and shit. And I will wait until... Um, I'm not going to do that shit ever, um, probably. I'm cool, I will, we all. I will I wait. I it looks dope in 4K. <laughs> I, I will i will i would go on that if it's like 20 years later after it's been perfected i guess yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. i'm when not gonna go right planes. now uh did you have two rockets explode recently right like, now yeah, it's like now yeah like right now it's like the fucking like uh the, te- the, the fucking, test phase like the test phase they're still learning yeah those one fools that what the fuck who the fuck who, who those brothers that fucking invented fucking flying again uh the Wright brothers the Wright brothers I kept wanting to say the Tesla brothers for some fucking reason. <laughs> Hello, I'm Nicholas Tesla. Nicholas. Uh, yeah, and fucking, that, and that's I'm the phase Elon that they're in. So it's like, and you don't together, fucking, we're the Tesla brothers. Yeah, you don't want to do that shit right now. No, fuck no. No, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, I saw that shit explode on fucking YouTube. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pass. Fucking more McDonald's news. You know, I, I fucking love McDonald's, man. I, I fucking, fucking see High Sea Orange is coming back. I don't like High Sea Orange. I never really had it there, but I guess... There's mad people that liked it. Oh, yeah. So it's like Szechuan a big fucking sauce. thing, like McRib type of shit, like the fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah, hey, is the McRib back? Come on, yeah. Uh, can I get that with a high C orange, please? You got high C orange? Fucking A, it's bro. It's got vitamin C and 100% fruit juice? <laughs> fuck me up, fam. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Give me get light eyes so I can get more high C in that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'll pour it myself. What do you mean this is COVID? <laughs> COVID's not real. It's a fucking hoax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Fuku Burgers or Fuck You Burgers. I don't know what okay. or how they pronounce it. Yeah. They're making burgers that will are for Valentine's Day for those that want to, you know, show your uh, the, significant other how much you love her. Yeah. Buy her a burger or buy him a burger. And it's going to fucking, uh, you can get it printed with a Be Mine or I Love You on the Bun. So, you know, I don't oh. know where the fuck a Fuck You Burger, I mean, Fuku you or Fuku or whatever the whatever, fuck. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I don't know where there one, where there is one. In LA County, but I guess there is one somewhere uh, out can here. Can I just say, like, I can't believe like there wasn't like I love your buns, like you know that like, would be yeah, <laughs> that's genius. Be playful, playful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then fucking uh, 
Another little Valentine's thing since Valentine's Day uh, is uh, this what, coming Sunday. three days from now when you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, on Sunday. On February Sunday, 14th. it's Fueves today. Fueves. <laughs> um, is uh, all these supermarket will be selling is dark chocolate wine. Um, I know there's only one of all these in fucking. There's one here in, fucking, in the, like, in the city shit. of uh, Pacoima. Is it Pacoima? Panorama. Oh, oh shit. Panorama Maybe, City has one. I saw one. one in Burbank. Okay, so there's two all these here. Yeah, well, I guess uh, whoever likes that fucking wine, it's coming in a in a heart shaped box. Interesting. I mean, I like, I'm not like, like I, I I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's not my thing, you know. I mean, because for me, like, don't you have a fucking anniversary? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and guess what? Let's crowd. Well, before COVID, let's crowd at the restaurants on your anniversary. You don't have to worry about that shit. Like, you go out, you have a fucking nice dinner, but you know, you try to celebrate. Fucking Valentine's Day. The restaurants are jam-packed. You have to have a reservation in advance. Like, there's all these weird fucking expectations and shit. And do you really need a company? Do you really need fucking corporate America to tell you when to celebrate your love with your significant other? And they try to make it seem like it's just for, like, women. It's like, yo. What about us? We like love. También, you know, we like it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, then you have those, like, the, the, the bullshit, like, Steak and blowjob day, March 14th. Steak and blowjob, man? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Man, fuck that day. <laughs> Shit should be fucking... Yeah, I've heard about it, and I'm like... Whenever the fuck, mood's right. This <laughs> is fucking stupid. Like, it's just like, it's fucking dumb. Like, you know, like, you should be doing small little things throughout the year, like, to remind your significant other, yo, I still love you. Like, you know, if, yeah. let's say they like books. You buy them a couple books throughout the year, you know, with write a little fucking sweet note, be like... I love your buns. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and boom, toss, you know, like, but whatever, like, I, I, you I don't me, do. I'm only looking at your buns. I, I don't do Valentine's Day for the fact that I'm like, I don't need corporate America to tell me when the fuck appreci- to appreciate somebody. Okay. You well, know, that's me though. That's my tidbit. Put that in is. your pocket. Put that in your pocket. Put that in your pocket. Smoke it and roll it up and smoke it later. <laughs> also, for the guys whose women have, you know, are really into Valentine's Day, just just go ahead and buy her something. Because yeah, I mean, whatever, like, you don't want to sleep on the couch. Ask her what she wants, bro. Ask her what she wants. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to go. <laughs> and buy it. Okay. Don't get yourself in trouble, okay? Like, yeah. you have to have a pretty special relationship to not celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, you know, because yeah. not everybody's that's the same. True. Not everybody's the same. There are some people who really love Valentine's Day, and you know what? More power to them. And there are some people who hate Valentine's Day, and they're fucking smart for it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Okay. Well, uh, that was my fucking. Uh, Tidbits, that's all I had, so it uh, is what it is. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can find us and... Uh, Rate us, you, review us, iTunes, whatever platform you fucking listen to your fine podcast you, And you can at. find all, all of our links on anchor.fm slash Dorinderos Bros. You can always find us on Instagram as Dorinderos Bros. Uh, and individually, you can find me at Render Me Sam, And you can find me at Hollywood Mike Double I. Um, and so, you know, and like... We appreciate all the love that we get week to week. Like, you know, the messages that we get from, you know, people has been really, like, nice. And I, I love it. Like, I, good, I, good fucking uh, good looks to Leo again for the fucking uh, the black berry jam. Yeah, I'm not a sours guy, but I will tell you, like, the wild barrel um, blackberry jam. The indu- 8.4? Imp- imperial pastry Fire, sour. So she can't even tell us shit's 8.4. Uh, it it really- tastes so fucking smooth. It was a really nice thing for him to bring over because I do I do want to talk about like some of these beers. I want to explore some beers and stuff and Fuck see yeah. how it goes. So next week we'll have two more beers or another beer uh, ready to go to see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I appreciate everybody coming on and like listening to the show. 
it's always fun for us to do this because we're two fucking knuckleheads. But, you know, yep. but like, thank you for taking the time and, you know, listening. Just uh, trying to spill some of our fucking mind out there. So, yeah, you know, well, we appreciate you guys even well, you giving know, us the ty- that type of attention. We know we don't deserve it. <laughs> That's for sure. But Give us attention. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Wear your mask and don't snore. Fuck you. Oh, thank you.